broadcasting live from the phx.fm studio in phoenix arizona it's time for valley business radio spotlighting the valley's best businesses and the people who lead them Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Arizona 100 podcast. I'm Adrian McIntyre with phx.fm. I'm joined by Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100, and our special guest, Steve Chukri with the Arizona Restaurant Association. Abby, Steve, welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Good to have you with us. Nice to be with you both. Thank you. Now, Abby, why don't you set us up by giving us a little introduction to this special edition of the Arizona 100. Tell us a little bit about why Steve is here on the show and what we're going to be talking about today. Sure, sure. So as you know, the Arizona 100 is an e-news platform. It comes out twice a month, second and fourth Thursday of each month. And we decided because we have a really wonderful event that takes place in in our community uh, twice a year that we would reach out to the folks at the Arizona Restaurant Association and see if they would like to partner with us on a special issue of the Arizona 100 to give us an opportunity to talk about uh, Arizona Restaurant Week and importantly, really how the restaurant industry has uh, been impacted by the the COVID-19 and how I think the industry itself has really rallied around and created some new opportunities and, and really innovative ways to um, allow their their customers to return to the to the restaurant and, and participate. It's been something we've talked about a lot on our on the podcast about how we've been a, a businesses of adapting and adjusting and, and coming up with new and innovative ways to to uh, keep their business relevant and, and continue to be successful. So um, they agreed and we are thrilled that Steve has agreed uh, to join us on our podcast today. So Steve, you a uh, long time native of the, of the Valley, Mesa, Arizona, you and uh, Brophy High School grad and really have a real interesting and deep background in, in Arizona. So we're so grateful to have you join us. Tell me a little bit about um, Arizona Restaurant Association and, and the role it plays in our community. Well, thank you again. I think that's a kind introduction, and I'm grateful to the two of you for uh, taking uh, an interest not only in Arizona Restaurant Week, but uh, Arizona's culinary scene. Uh, and as you just said, uh, Abby, uh, you know, growing up here, I always joke that we had two kinds of food. We had Mexican food, and then we had a different kind of Mexican food. Uh, <laughs> today, uh, the culinary diversity across our restaurants are, are is just uh, amazing uh, to say to say it uh, simply. But moreover, uh, the diversification you see in our menus, the chefs that we have, uh, it's like it's never been before. What people don't realize is that Arizona has been a test market for decades now. The wrap was tested here in the 90s. And uh, as I said, that culinary diversity has just taken hold. Uh, So just to give you kind of an overview, the Restaurant Association, we just celebrated our 80th anniversary last year. um, And we've got 2,500 members uh, across the state representing about 9,000 restaurants uh, in the state as a whole. Um, So you could say, as my board does, I've got work to do to get those other uh, several thousand restaurants to join. Uh, But we are a huge economy, one of the largest in the state. We're about a $14 billion economy. Uh, Last year alone in food sales in the state of Arizona, we employ 230,000 people. Uh, So what what is Restaurant Week? It's a culmination. It's a celebration of of everything food Uh, and in the diversity that I just mentioned, uh, as well as trying to be as affordable as we can. 
as an industry uh, for people to come try something new without feeling as though they spent too much money or it wasn't worth the value. Uh, as I like to say, restaurants are a sale twice a year for these these 20 days, 10 days each each uh, restaurant week. And uh, it's been wildly successful. And we're very grateful for that. It's one of my favorite times of the year. In fact, it gives me that opportunity to try restaurants that I, you know, might not be on my normal path or new food groups. And it's, um, you know, always a fun and engaging time to visit new restaurants in our community. But, you know, certainly with um, the the pandemic that we're all facing and, and probably one of the hardest hit industries was our restaurant hospitality industry. So tell us a little bit about how you've been working with your, your restaurant members or, or just the restaurant industry as a whole to adjust and adapt, not only for what we're going to see as part of Restaurant Week, but really, you know, in getting uh, customers feeling good and comfortable to come back and, and be a part of the restaurant scene again. Well, I've, I've had the good fortune of, of uh, having this job for nearly 20 years. Uh, just over 18, I was about 30 years old when I started, ironically. And uh, you wanna, you, we've seen a lot of things happen. We saw, sadly, 9-11 just came on board after that. We've seen Hurricane Katrina. We've seen natural disasters uh, across our country. And if you take all of those disasters, even though they didn't happen here in Arizona, and you add them together, uh, my colleagues in the other states would tell you that this still is worse. Uh, than all of those uh, those horrible events combined. And as an industry, uh, you know, Dick Marriott said it well. I was a chair of a committee last year that he was a part of. And he said, never forget we're the industry of happy. Uh, and there's nothing happy about COVID-19. Uh, it treats its friends and enemies the same. And there's no playbook that came with it. So we saw uh, in the month of April alone, uh, a loss in sales of close to $815 million. As a country, we were slated to sell $900 billion worth of food in the United States of America. Think about that. We're almost a trillion-dollar industry. So with that loss, with the fact that our daily payroll went from $14 million, almost $15 million, down to two and a half, uh, it has eviscerated our industry. It has displaced almost 75 at the time at the peak, 75 to 80% of our workforce, many of which are still furloughed. Uh, and so it's it's taken its toll. Uh, I've, I've never seen the toll, anything like it, like I said, uh, hit this, this industry in particular, the restaurant industry in, in Arizona. However, with all that being said, restaurateurs are some of the most innovative, uh, resourceful people I've ever come to know. They're resilient. And we're finding a better way to do it, right? It used to be that you had so much of your food being dine in and just a small percentage take out and then just literally overnight flip-flopping and having everything be take out and no dine-in service. Uh, so we've had to adapt and adapt is probably a trite word. It's, it's, it's far more than that. Uh, but we're holding our own right now as we get into season. Uh, it's going to be important, hopefully, that uh, with our COVID numbers or new cases coming down pretty extensively over the past few months, uh, that we will start to see levels rise again uh, as it relates to occupancy levels in restaurants. We're hopeful for that. Um, and letting people dine out. I mean, that's the most missed thing, if you can believe that. I thought it was sports. But when you when they queried uh, your average U.S. citizen as to what do they miss most, uh, it was going out to our favorite restaurant. Uh, so it um, that's that's a blessing. And uh, we're hopeful that we can we can start to see our dining rooms in a safe way, of course, start to fill up again. So, Steve, in the 80 years nearly of the Arizona Restaurant Association's history, you have served members in a wide variety of ways. 
Uh, I'm interested to know about some of the particular kinds of things that members have been able to benefit from through participating in the association. And then in the context of COVID-19, how you've had to pivot and support people differently. Can you talk about some of the specific initiatives and ways that you've been able to help your members through this difficult time? Well, it's a, it's a great question, Adrian. And, and it can be explained in three different ways. Think of a three-legged stool. The association is is a three-legged stool. Advocacy is one leg. Education is another, right? Proper food handling, which we have multiple classes a month. Uh, and then lastly, it's collaboration. Uh, and so, so advocacy is pretty straightforward. We advocate at all levels of government. Uh, education, we're doing food handler training. We're doing proper food safety training in our in our training room here uh, to for for our employees to renew their licenses or get, get their health licenses. And then collaboration, it would be our live and local event we do at the Boys and Girls Club of Scottsdale, our Foodist Awards Dinner, uh, on down the line. And so as part of that, um, I, I will tell you that education is always important. Um, and, and our members are always calling, asking questions uh, of making sure they're doing things procedurally correct. But for for this current uh, past uh, three to, to six months, Adrian, it's been all boots on the ground for advocating, right, to, to work with the governor's office to make sure we're explaining to people how relevant we are as an industry. And let's make sure we think through this. Uh, when I saw mayors arbitrarily saying restaurants need to close as though we're the Petri dish uh, for spreading COVID-19, yet they're not asking big box retailers to close their doors or other in, other entities that were forward facing to the public, uh, we took umbrage with that. We made our, our position very well known. Uh, so I would tell you that since March, when, when this came to roost, um, advocating uh, and explaining who we are, working with the CDC, coming up with, with metrics that made sense for restaurants to make sure they were maintaining cleanliness uh, has been our biggest asset uh, to our members. And quite frankly, uh, we had uh, about uh, 35 to 45 members just join organically during our darkest time, which was probably the best, uh, the best compliment anyone can give you, right? It's just them joining without even being asked during a very hard time. What will we be experiencing, um, you know, as, as businesses return a little bit and more and more of us find ourselves being able to, you know, interact? And, and I would probably answer the question the same, that mi- what I'm missing is dining out um, and the interaction and the socialization that that brings. So what, what can we expect um, in, in our restaurants now as, as uh, some of the guidelines and things that you've been sharing with your members and helping them to you know, understand and and better serve under the current circumstances? And, and you know, what's it going to look like, uh, you know, over the next several months? As you mentioned, we're back in season. So we're going to start to see, um, hopefully start to see tourism pick up a little bit and a little more visitors to our communities. And so with restaurants being such a critical part of that success, what's it going to look like for us at that point? I will tell you that for decades, and maybe that's an exaggeration, but for several years, the most trusted industry in America was technology. About three years ago, they were replaced by the restaurant industry. And as the most trusted industry in America, with that opportunity comes responsibility. And I tell my members that on a consistent basis, there is no cutting corners. You know, I feel like I'm the the father of a very dysfunctional family, right? Guys who are doing it right and people who are doing it wrong. But the interest in the heart and the and the passion of the industry is is always there. 
and so with all of that, uh, I think that has has really dovetailed into uh, where we currently sit and, and where we are uh, as as an industry. And so what's what's fundamentally important <clears throat> and what is job one, Abby, to your question is customer safety. And, and as I said, we are the industry of happy. Uh, and so we want you to come into our restaurants and enjoy yourself. Let's put COVID aside. I am not one of those who believe this is our new normal. I, I think uh, the further we get beyond COVID-19, that there we can hopefully uh, sometime late into 2021 uh, enjoy the same type of profitability and, and usual daily activity uh, that we once knew pre-COVID uh, and, and get beyond it. Uh, so our, our job is to make sure that we invite you into our restaurants, uh, that the restaurant is safe, that it's clean, it's sanitary, that we're taking every precaution necessary uh, and recommended by CDC and others to ensure your safety. And that most importantly, you get a great meal and you enjoy family and friends. And, and we're seeing that and, and we're going to continue to do that. And what's unique about Restaurant Week this year is that if you don't feel comfortable just yet, which we're not going to hold that, uh, we're not going to hold that against you in any way. But if you don't feel comfortable just yet, uh, you can take it home. You can you could bring you know we're an extension of your dining room is what I like to say, uh, and you can do takeout uh, with restaurant. We can even to go alcohol. Uh, so we've tried to adapt it in such a way that we would be able to impact a, a broad group of, of of not only taste buds but a broad group of folks and their concerns. Uh, given the current environment that we're in. And it was wildly successful with spring, and we expect it to be the same for fall. Arizona Restaurant Week is taking place this year, September 18 to September 27. And your goal is to bring the spirit of that event to the current circumstances in which some things are going to be a little bit different. But talk to us about what specifically is going to happen. How will folks learn about the different options available and, and what they can expect if they want to participate in this year's unique event? They can go to ArizonaRestaurantWeek.com and it's all right there, yeah, Adrian. They can see the menus being posted. Uh, we've got just around right 140 restaurants <coughs> participating, which last fall we had about 180. So given the current circumstances, that's a great, great response. Uh, and you, we highly recommend you make reservations. Uh, and that's, that's critically, critically important. But that, that was a whole idea of how we, we constructed uh, Restaurant Week, that it would be simple. Uh, you know, we have teachers who would save their money all year and all of them would go out and each teacher got to pick a, a restaurant a night. And so people really make this uh, quite an event for themselves and, and their social lives. We got a call from a Scottsdale hotel last week saying we've received eight phone calls in the past week from guests who are either flying into town or coming and doing a staycation asking us if restaurant week is still going to happen. So it's, it's, it's established, which is, is something that I'm very proud of because uh, it took us a long time to get there. Uh, but people love it. We're excited for them. We're the hospitality industry. And, and food is the, the best common denominator I've ever come to know. Well, and I think, you know, thinking over the last several months and the real community spirit that exists around our restaurants and our restaurateurs, the, just the kind of the collective voice that reminded us to continue to support our, our local restaurants and, you know, you know, that visit them and, you know, take out if you can, remember the servers that are working there and, 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 
making ends meet as a result of of the challenges that are here. So tip well and support well and and share the good news about that. And I think that you know, that re- that really speaks to the spirit of of our community. I think that we we recognized a, you know a, an industry that was being challenged, but we really could help and continue to support it, even if we had to do it in a slightly different way. We might not be bringing you know, groups of 20 into a restaurant, but we can certainly take out enough food for 20 people if, if we liked it. And it, it was, it, it's been something that we've been talking a lot about on, on this podcast about really the, 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 the spirit of our community and how we are all encouraging each other to support, you know, our businesses and our restaurants and our nonprofit organizations and such that these are, these are critical to the, to the fabric of what Arizona is all about. And, and, you know, you, you, have grown up here. Your family's a longtime family here. That that spirit of entrepreneurism and that that real investment back in our community is probably um, really risen to the top as a result of what we've been seeing in the pandemic. I try to take away some positives of what um, you know this has been for us, and I think that's one of the things that has really come to the forefront is our our ability to rally around where we need to and and support you know, our local businesses. And so um, I'm, I, for one, look forward to it each and every year. It is, it is a, um, you know, an activity that uh, groups of friends get together and we do the same thing as you mentioned, those teachers do. We pick our different restaurants and we, we make our reservations and go. So I hope others will, will see that chance to, to try and visit um, some new, new restaurants that might not be part of their, their regular routine so as we're kind of concluding here today, Steve, if you could share with us um, any last thoughts on, on, you know, what we should know about the restaurant industry in our state and, and the role that the Restaurant Association plays and, and what's coming up here uh, with Restaurant Week. Well, look, we exist for one reason only. I go to, go to bed at night thinking about restaurants and what we can do to support them. And, and I wake up doing the same. So we're not a chamber of commerce, uh, but I, I will tell you that, uh, to your earlier comment, Abby, that uh, we have two signs in front of our office building that says, you got to eat. Uh, so go and eat out tonight. And our landlord was great. And we did that right when COVID hit. And you got to eat. Uh, and and so enjoy restaurant week. Enjoy what we have to offer. And, and people are feeling more comfortable getting out and, and doing things, of course, in a safe way. Um, and, and that's one thing I taught my two sons. I, I asked them, I said, you know, if COVID-19 has taught you anything, it, it, it's, it's two fundamental truths. One, the importance of human-to-human contact, and, and obviously that, that can be shared through a meal, and two, cash flow, right? And how important cash flow has been for business during this time. But, but the first is probably more paramount for this conversation, and that is get out, enjoy your family, enjoy your, your opportunity and friends to, to go and share a meal, and you can do it in a very affordable way with Restaurant Week and and try something new uh, and creative. Uh, we're all creatures of habit. And this is what Restaurant Week's all about, to go out and celebrate something that you may not typically do. Thank you. Certainly a unique opportunity to taste your way around the valley and experience uh, a, a unique and interesting set of opportunities that ordinarily would not be condensed in quite the same way. Provides a level of accessibility and adventure uh, to something that really, as you say, Steve, is such an important part of people's everyday lives. One thing we know about people is like the sign outside the building says, you got to eat. That's right. Thanks so much for joining us for this conversation today. Thank you, Bob. 
Now, Abby, the this special edition of the Arizona 100 focusing on Restaurant Week is going to have a number of different stories and topics in it. Anything you want to say about the issue itself and how folks can get access to that? Sure. The issue will be in your inboxes uh, right before the start of Arizona uh, Restaurant Week. So watch for that if you are a subscriber. Um, it's free to subscribe. So if you are not, please join us at thearizona100.com. The special issue from Arizona Restaurant Week will feature some of the information that Steve has shared with us today and a lot more about the different um, aspects of uh, the association and Restaurant Week and really the impact that our restaurants have on, on our economic success and throughout the state of Arizona. That is a special issue for us. Um, all that information will be on the website at thearizona100.com. 